Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers for film and television. And it will also contain explicit content. Fuck yeah! Welcome to the McBeef To the McBeef Banquet Podcast. McBeef Banquet Podcast. Oh, my name is uh, Emily. Only, Henri. Only, and this is my uh, this is my comrade Miles. I know I said comrade. I don't know why I said comrades. It sounds Russian, <laughs> but you know whatever. <laughs> you know what the fuck ever. Pardon my yeah. French. What the fuck ever. Pardon my French. See what I did there? Cause like I did. Did you know so you did that, that the the French world the French world the French word for seal is like. It's like folk or something like that, where it's like P H O Q U E, and so like I was like, that's why they say when they say like fuck or something like that, they're like, pardon my French, because it sounds like swear. I I didn't know that until like a couple years ago. So oh fuck, oh fuck, oh seal. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's I think. <sighs> okay. So now um, that we got my little lesson yeah, out, out of the, the way, way. <laughs> welcome mm-hmm. back, guys. Um, yeah, this is episode 23, I believe, yeah, pretty sure. Um, and we got a good episode for you, per the usual, mm-hmm. I hope. Um, this week we watched a really good film entitled Peppermint Soda, mm-hmm. made in 1977. <clears throat> um, it was a, a drama, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I'd call it a drama. Drama. Um, made in uh, France. Well, language is yeah, French. Yeah, it's a, it's a so French foreign film. So yeah, foreign film. <laughs> foreign film in French. Yeah. Yes. I yes. Say. Um, it's not foreign to France. And I really enjoyed it. What about you? I think it was the best movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Honestly, no. Uh, no, it was really good though. I liked it. Um, yeah, there was a lot of little charming aspects to it. It. Um, it reminded me of when I was a little girl, you know, going through puberty, and um, mm-hmm. it, and you had your period. Yeah, yeah, which I still get, by the way, because that sucks. I'm sorry, girl, and that's how that works. Mm-hmm. That but, is how that works. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I, I knew that, of course. Um, <laughs> no, it was, you know, yeah. Um, coming of age films like that are always, always kind of something I can relate to, because I mean. Not that I'm a girl, obviously, but I, you know, I was, I was young once. I'm still kind of young. We're still young people, so I mean, mm-hmm. uh, so, stories like that are, you know, always interesting, of course. Um, I can relate to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that they acted very well too. Like the acting was pretty solid. Um, mm-hmm. I liked, I liked the use of, two of the, um, like the, I don't know if you necessarily call them Polaroids, but like the pictures that they kind of used to sort of tell like the little passage of time, whether they were yeah. at the beach or they were camping or whatever. I don't know if you like that or not, but I kind of thought it was a sort of old timey, um, in the moment sort of thing. That was kind of cool. Um, oh, and I had a question yeah. I, uh, specifically. I did have a question. So, because uh, this is so, was this set in the 1960s? Because they were talking about the assassination of Kennedy. I think at one point. Yeah, I guess so, because... Um, Which I didn't realize I, was a big thing, but I guess I could see why it would be. 1963. Yeah. yeah. Considering uh, you huh. know, America's influence at that time. You know. Yeah, the editing, I really enjoyed the e- editing, actually. It was really good. Yeah. It de- Yeah, it says right here, uh, autobiographical film set in Paris in 1963 and 64. Okay. So, so yeah, yeah, it was, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um... Yeah, uh, was there uh, what what other stuff did you like about it? Um, let's see. I like the editing. I thought the editing was really good. I like the cinematography. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like I really like far away shots. Um, like the ones that really stick out in my mind. One would be when uh, Muriel, who was the one who left the school. Yep. Um, when she was, like, in the courtyard or whatever, and she was, like, saying, screw you. Yeah, and she kept saying it. Yeah, it kept saying it, saying it. And then the other one I'm thinking of is in the, uh, lunchroom or whatever, the ca- the cafeteria. Yeah. And, um, 
the <coughs> sorry the um I guess maids or what the the uh, cafeteria ladies I guess were um, cleaning up after and it was like a really far away shot but you could see in like the the top part of the window you could see kids running around outside and that kind of led into the next shot which was you know kids playing outside mm-hmm. yeah um, so I just thought that was that was really cool no yeah I, yeah the way it was shot was very very interesting too I agree um, I liked. Um, there were some interesting colors in there. There was one in particular I was thinking of. I think it was it was um, after the mom found out she had psoriasis. I think, and mm-hmm. she like she steps in the room, and I th- at mm. first I, at first I thought it was like a bathroom, but it was like all kind of green and stuff. And I was like, wow, that's a really interesting way to color it. Um, yeah. I don't know how much control they had over that, or if that was just sort of what it naturally looked like. But and that um, and that whole scene was like shot from a mirror right which was cool too yeah um yeah. that would be cool like having a whole scene or a whole movie take place within a mirror like you're just the only, only thing you can see is a mirror i'm sure it would be a lot of work but it would definitely be worth it though because i mean it looks yeah. really, really good yeah there's uh one shot what is it uh panic room i'm trying to think of it's not panic room but there's a there's a film where like the the shot like is filmed f- from a mirror and then it like it's got like C- cgi in it so it like takes i don't know mm-hmm. i can't i'm not explaining it very well but oh i think you're thinking of uh panic room i don't know if that's even the one i'm thinking of so <laughs> i'm just kidding uh, but no yeah um if you think of it let us know <laughs> if I yeah if I yep okay it's uh it's called Contact I have seen that movie Contact it's the tricky mirror scene if you ha- have a sec to check it out I would I would recommend it because it's like the camera's following her upstairs and then all of a sudden the camera like becomes the mirror kind of right it's it's really weird but it's really cool hmm. so yeah contact i'll write that down yeah it's uh jo- jody foster and she's like here something in space and i've seen it i see i saw it a while ago but it's a rather odd film interesting i mean that's, that's but that great. but that scene definitely sticks out yeah <clears throat> hell yeah um i'm trying to think um that's first for you it was yeah i know i don't usually do that uh, <laughs> get rook scrub you just like you just start hearing hearing me crying in the background or something. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I trying to think what else I liked. Um, it was really interesting. I in terms of the editing too, um, I noticed a lot of the time where they cut, and it was like, it almost felt like an awkward spot to cut it. But I liked that because of the fact that this is a time in their lives where the things are gonna be a little awkward. Yeah. Considering it's a coming of age story, so I thought that was actually a brilliant way to. To sort of cut it up into different scenes and I was like wow that's actually you know that's kind of cool um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what else uh, was there anything you didn't like about the film um, I don't think so mm-hmm. I'm trying to think uh, maybe the part I was gonna say with um, the older sister, like kind of falling in love with uh, that older guy. Yeah, uh, uh, what was ma- name? maybe the... that, but I get Fr- Frederick. Yeah, uh, falling in love with the what's what was her name? Uh, Muriel's father. Muriel's father. Yeah. Yeah, um, maybe that, but I, I guess it really doesn't matter. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is I um, I wasn't sure where they were gonna take that, and the fact that like he like showed up at the play with like this other woman and you know um i like mm-hmm. i like the scene she... yeah where she's like yeah it was because dad left early or whatever yeah um yeah that was weird like why did why did the dad leave so early yeah that was a little odd i don't know maybe maybe it showed that like or maybe it was trying to imply that he favored the younger daughter over the older one or something maybe i don't know because i mean he did look at her a lot so um unless he yeah was, unless he i don't maybe he was looking at the the mom too i don't know but um that, yeah i didn't really know understand that why or get that why why he left early um but, mm-hmm. you know um and another thing i guess that i mean personally i didn't like it but i'm sure it's just of the time and that's what it was like there but the whole the jackets thing i thought was really weird 
But yeah. that could just be how, you know, that's the u- u- part of the uniform. So it's kind of hard to complain about that kind of thing. Oh, are you talking about like those lab jacket looking the tre- things? The trench coats that oh, they yeah. wear okay. through, like Throughout. outside, and they have to wear it in class, I guess, too. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird. Just a little bit. <clears throat> um, but yeah, uh, pacing was good. Um, the scope of the story was really interesting. I mean, I enjoy sort of stories like that where um, it's just a nice in-depth look at like a very specific part in their lives and um, you know, so it obviously was paced very well. Um, just a mm-hmm. sort of complete story. Um, so I like that. Um, in terms of anything I didn't like, I didn't really mind much. Uh, I mean, like you said, that little bit with the uh, Muriel's father, I mean, maybe it's a little weird but again i mean that stuff sort of stuff could happen yeah it's just so, part of the story yeah so. um it's kind of hard to complain yeah for sure but yeah overall the photographs I, the like, photographs was a cool idea by the way I yeah i want to agree, agree with you on that <laughs> well yeah i mean i think it fits like with that time too um you know mm-hmm. so, and so it really uh that really put me in the mood no <laughs> no mm-hmm. but, like yeah it, it got me in that mindset so mm-hmm. but yeah both recommended. Mm-hmm. It's really good. You should. You should. I would you ever want to try peppermint soda? I would. Yeah, definitely try that. If you haven't already, I mean, I, 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 I definitely. I'm, I'm, is it real? I think it's a thing. I'm sure it's a thing. I know. Um, I feel like I feel like like Japanese companies and stuff have made different sodas like that sort of thing, and I mean probably other foreign places too. Uh, there's um, there's a place in Grand Rapids or like the uh, area around Grand Rapids that has a whole bunch of different sodas including one that's like a mustard soda so i imagine they'd probably have peppermint yeah um, let's see uh minta uh flavor innovations and carbonated beverages have been a few and far between minta a new magically refreshing mint flavored soda will soon be available to consumers this fall this was uh 2012 the 100% naturally sweetened and flavored beverage provides consumers with a crisp bubbly taste that highlights its unique mint flavor Minto will be sold in convenience grocery stores across the United States, beginning in Los Angeles, San Francisco, Las Vegas, Chicago, New York, and Miami. Um, let me see Minta. I haven't heard... I've never heard of this, so I guess it didn't get that popular. Okay. Minta soda. Oh, I guess you can get it from Walmart. Walmart, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Out of stock. Never mind. <laughs> Well, you never know. Maybe one day. Maybe one day we'll try it. On our deathbeds. Dying. Yep. And dead. It instantly kills us. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. But yeah, I liked it. Uh, definitely recommend. So. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. wait. Maybe it's on Amazon. Hold on. Sorry, I'm going off on this other thing that has nothing okay. to do with this, but well, I'm interested now. Believe it or not, I do know that peppermint soda is on Canopy, so... Well, you can't buy it from there because it's not a for sale. Yeah. 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 Currently unavailable yeah. from Amazon. Currently unavailable or available? Unavailable. What about, uh, is is it just emotionally unavailable or like what's the deal with that? Hold on, there was one that it might be available Instacart, although I've never really. Instacart, huh? Is that like? Shopping on Instagram? I don't know. Instacart. Although it's, I think it's only apple flavor, which is, yeah, uh, it's only apple flavor. That's stupid. Of course. Freaking apple, man. The mindless okay. corporations. Alright, never mind. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I guess you could make it, too, if you wanted to. Candy cane soda? Like, like moonshine. Yeah. You get it and make it in your basement. That's just candy canes flavored like soda. That's not what I want. Oh, well, that's not. Wait. Yeah. Okay, so it's like the opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically. Yeah. All right. So, we both like the film. Mm-hmm. 10 out of 10 would recommend. No, no for real, I would recommend though. <laughs> yeah. Um. um, so I guess we will move on to the next part of the podcast. Act which trip. no is no 
what did we watch this past week? We watched a movie called The Lighthouse. Wait, no. Peppermint Soda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Soda. No. I'm just kidding. Uh, 1917. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think we were about 102 years late for that. Three years, actually. Yeah. Uh, two and a half. We, 102 and we, a half years late. We watched it. We, we watched watch 1917 it. happen. We, 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 we were there. We went back in time. It was we got in our hot tub time. time machine, and we went back in time. Mm-hmm. It was quite a terrible place. Um, oh, yeah. No, but for real, um, without getting into too many spoilers, what did you think, Miles? I really enjoyed it. The From the beginning to the end. <laughs> no, the the cinematography is really good on that uh, in that film. Oh, yeah. Um the yeah. actors oh my god i loved all the actors but mm-hmm. uh i do agree with um someone else who i heard talk talk about this film they were saying how uh having famous british actors play in it was kind of like pulling you out of it okay like i wish they had just put actors like mark strong there was benedict cumberbatch colin firth there was uh another guy from uh sherlock who i know oh um, yeah but it's like the problem with the problem that it pulls you out of because you're like, hey, look, isn't that Benedict Cumberbatch? And you're not like, is that that's the general that we're looking for? You know, mm-hmm. like I wish I wish they had kind of. Are you talking about like just, just less like big name actors? Or? Yeah, yeah. Like you, you've never met the two actors who were in. I mean, you might have, but um, you might have seen them before in another film, but I haven't. Um, who were mm-hmm. the two main actors? Um, so yeah. it's like I wish they kind of stuck with that and been like, because mm-hmm. it's supposed to feel like you know you're watching it happen in real time. But I don't think I'd ever see Benedict Cumberbatch in the year 1917. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Um. But yeah, and well, and the thing too is that, uh, what did you think of the story as a whole? Because I mean, the general consensus I've heard from other people and what I sort of agree with is that I mean compared to like the production value and like the concept of the movie I think the story is just a little bit lackluster uh, I mean it could have definitely been pushed yeah. up in points not that it was necessarily bad the premise fit what the movie was supposed to be I think or what mm-hmm. they intended it to be uh, but there are definitely some points I think it could have been touched up a bit what about you what did you think of the story I did like the story but I do agree that you know the story was a little kind of cliche but I mean, for what they were doing, it's not much else they could do with it. Right. Since you know, if if they had done like a big war scene, big, I mean, not a big war scene, but like a bunch of those scenes at the end, if you know what I'm talking about, where it's like a bunch of things are happening, that'd mm-hmm. be a very hard technical thing to achieve. Oh yeah, the uh, yeah, you can't. If that was like the whole movie. Exactly. I mean, even so, yeah, I can't discount what all the work that they probably put into that, like. The amount of takes they had to do and the amount of time they probably had to wait for each take too considering the uh the change in weather and, and light and everything and yeah um, mm-hmm. I, I it's an impressive feat to say the least i will say uh, the yeah deke, so that's why it was kind of the deke and the production value were on point but yeah that's yeah. all i want to say go ahead i was saying that um so that's why it was kind of important for them to have like very uh a lot of moments where they're just alone and talking mm-hmm um, so I guess I think the story was kind of important for what they were trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. That's all I was going to say. Right. Well, and the thing, too, is, like, um, one thing um, I, I saw with uh, my dad, too. Uh, he was with us, and um, he... One thing he was? He, I, yeah. I, I didn't see him. Yeah, he was invisible. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of which, the invisible man... I'm excited for that, uh, but we'll get we can talk about that later. Uh, but no, the the movie, um, <laughs> yeah, my dad was like there was because there's a lot of characters that just sort of go in and out, and um, there were moments I think he it was he was like I wish there were some moments where we had some more time with certain characters, and like I sort of agree, but at the same time, sort of like what you mentioned, I think it's kind of difficult to keep them in the story in a convenient way, especially because of the way that they designed this the the. The production to go mm-hmm. it's like you know they, they got to keep moving and make it look continuous so um yeah that it's was kind of difficult to keep a lot of those characters in the same you know frame yeah. of frame it was of actually shot, you know? another thing i was thinking about while we were watching the film was like 
when it's a all like quote unquote one take kind of film, mm-hmm. you have to have action constantly happening. Like it's kind of just one thing after another, and it feels like you don't really get a break from things happening mm-hmm. because you know uh, because you know in a regular film you can cut and be like you know some time passes and. It, but with this movie, it does it does kind of there are small breaks, but it does feel like things are constantly happening. So right. it is a little bit uh, you do feel a little bit rushed, I would say almost. Mm-hmm. Which, but which, that's just you know what you get with a one take film. So exactly. Well, that and too, I mean, it does fit the sort of like I said, it does fit the premise of the story, if nothing else, mm-hmm. because like, I mean, it's you know it's a war film, and there you know there's gonna be a lot of of action going on and. I think the fact that we didn't really get a chance to breathe per se is is kind of, I think, key to conveying sort of what probably actually would have happened in that sort of situation, and because yeah. it because it, it is based on, on events that uh, Sam Mendes, who directed the film, his uh, I think it was like his grandfather or something or great grandfather, uh, he experienced some of that stuff in, in World War One, and so um, the fact. <laughs> Um, and so yeah, I mean, I imagine that there was probably they were probably trying to convey some of that through the fact that it was all one take and that it was very rushed like that. So, mm-hmm. um, I would I would hope that they'd probably have some sort of reason for making it all one take other than it looks cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but even so, I mean, it does look cool. So, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, so it's a good movie. Yeah, I recommend it. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, seeing it in theaters, I would say, because it's that Mm -hmm. one's worth it. Yeah. Um, Did you see anything else this week? Um, trying to think if there was anything else. Um, because we already talked about seeing Lighthouse last week. Um, Mm -hmm. but um, I did. Oh, um, I did watch a really good film by a little-known director known as uh, Akira Kurosawa. It was called Rashomon, um, and that was really good. Uh, I will definitely, I would definitely recommend that. Um, Rashomon. Yeah, it's called Rashomon. It came out in, like, the 50s, I think, and um, we, li- we literally studied it, and I'm like, I think it came out in the 50s? I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, but 1950s. Um, it's all about, like, a these three guys that are trying to dissect what happened at like this court case because uh, like you hear different perspectives on the story and trying to figure out what the truth is and it was it was really cool um, and I mean you know Akira Kurosawa is great so in terms of mm-hmm. his the way he you know visually mm, his yeah. visual storytelling is you know always solid Exa- exactly 1950 by the way 1950 exactly 1950 yeah. but yeah I definitely recommend that um we got to watch it at the theater at our school, and that was so... Oh, that's cool. It was really cool. I mean, yeah. Um, always the way a movie should be seen, you know. <laughs> Ideally. Mm-hmm. It's on a big screen. Um, but yeah, uh, that's the only one I've watched so far. Okay. Uh, I don't know. What about you? you seen I cool? have seen a lot of movies this week, and... Because I've... I've uh, as I said last week... Um, uh, the beginning of the year, you know, YouTubers aren't really playing, uh, making a lot of stuff, so I, it's given me a chance to catch up on things that I've wanted to see. Not all of them, obviously, because I'm way behind on everything, but, mm-hmm. um, let's see, starting from, you know, Saturday we saw 1917, and then Sunday I saw uh, Train Spotting. It's on Netflix. Right, I heard that was really good. Right now. It is, uh, it's a British black comedy, essentially, crime mm-hmm. film or whatever. Yeah. But it is pretty funny. Um, uh, I liked it quite a lot. You and you and McGregor did a really good job with that one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and then Monday, the next day, I saw Art of Self Defense. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of that or saw it. I have. I've not seen it though. Okay, I would recommend that one. That one's pretty funny. Um, it's it's also a black comedy, so. Uh, yeah, it's it's a good one. I would recommend that one. And then I saw I watched Shazam for the second time. So I did like that one. I I, I mean I already saw it, so it's not like mm-hmm. any, anything new. Mm-hmm. And then I also saw Booksmart the next day. Yeah. What'd you think? Which was really good. I really liked that one. Yeah, I laughed quite cool. a bit actually. Yeah, 
It's it's a great movie. Mhm. I was like when I first saw the trailer for it, I was like, "Eh, that looks kind of stupid." And then when I saw it, I was like, "Wow, this is this is pretty good." You know, I was that way a little bit too. I think when it, when I first saw the trailer, I think I saw the first trailer in theaters. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, it's okay. Not sure. But then yeah, I think I actually sat down and watched it, and it was it was pretty solid. Yeah, it's actually pretty. It's it, it's it's worth it. Very entertaining. Yeah. Um, and then as I told you before, I recently started like because all of a sudden I was like, hey, I'm gonna I haven't watched anime in a while, so I'm gonna try and find a new anime to watch. So I found an anime on Hulu called uh, Bake Monogatari. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is pretty good. Uh, although I. I have a, like a certain. I figured out that I have a very certain type of anime that I like to watch. Okay. Because um, I've seen quite quite a few of the very similar uh, stories, mm-hmm. and they're called uh, like harem harem anime. Harem anime, really? Yeah. Or or uh, I mean, this isn't. They're not the same thing. But Ichi is also another like they're uh, not not of the same vein, but. Um, yeah. Those two, those two genres. If you know what I'm talking about, I I, yes. I do like these apparently because I've seen um, a while ago when I was a lot younger and probably shouldn't have been <laughs> watching it was uh, Rosario plus Vampire. Okay. That was a good one. Um, sure. And then Girls Bravo. Oh my god, <laughs> that one has a lot of tits in it. Um, <laughs> wow. I watched that when I was pretty young. Do you um do you see yourself wishing that you could be a, the the main character in these stories, Miles? Just surrounded I, by a bunch of beautiful women. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> and this same, and this one's about. It's actually got a cool plot. I will say that, it, even if it didn't have uh, panty shots and all that shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, oh my the gosh. plot is uh, the main character is a, um, or was a vampire, but now mm-hmm. he's like. Now he's not really a vampire, so he still has like some residual effects, like he can heal fast. Mm-hmm. And he meets this girl who's like weightless, but I don't know what like what part of like what this has to do with anything. But she also has like a bunch of like stationary weapons, like all over, stashed all over her body. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, it's re- it's really weird. I will say that it's leaving Netflix uh, Sunday, so if you want to check it out. Um, it'll be gone by the time you hear this, but still, but, you if know. you get a chance to watch it, I, I, yeah, yeah. It, it's good. There's a lot more because that, that was just one season and every other season has a different name. So it's like, it's a little bit hard to find, but there is mm-hmm. a lot of seasons. Sure. So I'm going to, I'm going to be watching that for a while. All right. And that's about all I've been doing. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Watching and all that, you know. Yeah, man. They were um, they were playing, um, spirited spirited away, um, which is a really good anime. It came out in two thousand or maybe two thousand one. I think it was two thousand. Um, and that they were playing that at my school. I've seen that before. It's it's really good. I never. It's been a while, or maybe I only saw half of it or something. I don't uh, remember. 2001, it came out in 2001. But yeah, they were playing that at my school on Wednesday. I wanted to go see it, but I had to work. Um, uh, but yeah, that one's always really good. Um, do you, Does your school play a lot of um, a lot of things like that, or not usually? Not typically. I mean, we'll watch different movies. Um, I mean, each month they try to do at least one day where they watch like two movies of some certain theme, like a, for the Christmas holiday season, we watch like Die Hard and like um, like National Lampoons <laughs> or something like that. Um, but sorry, I heard your stuff. I know, I know. Um, okay. But um, <clears throat> yeah, my stomach's just excited to see you, Miles. Um, I know. Yeah. I um, but no. We, so like, they try to do different movies of different themes, but in terms of like actual anime, we don't watch a lot of that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Oh, and then my favorite anime of all time is uh, Sergeant Frog or uh, Kiro Gunso, as it's known in Japan. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. It's it's really funny. It's pretty much about like these frog aliens that uh, 
that come to Earth and they're really bad at trying to destroy it or whatever or take control of the human race. So mm-hmm. they're just really bad at it. So they just he just like sits around and builds Gundams all day. Oh my gosh, it's pretty good. That's awesome. Have you uh, have you seen any anime? I th- I, th- I think you have. Yeah. Like like TV show wise. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I was just big into like the. I was I was like a basic bitch when it comes to anime. I've seen like the, the um the more popular, well known stuff. You know, I'm talking like Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, all that. But like, I've also seen a little bit of um, uh, Full Metal Alchemist, um, which is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, De- Death Note. I I watched all of Death Note a while ago. Death Note, and then um, that's a good show. One that I've always been meaning to get into, and I've only seen a couple episodes of, but I've heard is really good is. Uh, uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, mm, which mm-hmm. is really good. I've heard. Um, and then there's one other one uh, that my dad really watched that I started to get into a little bit. Um, Cowboy Bebop is what it was. Hmm. We've also um, Connor and I have been talking about maybe starting to watch uh, My Hero Academia because mm-hmm. we always hear that's really good. Yeah. So maybe we'll get around to watching that someday. Would you shut up? <laughs> Huh? Man, I said, would you shut up? I'm talking to this bitch. It's called my stomach. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, I've heard My Hero Academia is really good. I haven't seen it, though. Um, yeah. But, yeah. All right. Um. So, let's move on to the next part of this beautiful podcast. Uh, something that I've been waiting to do for quite some time now. Uh, we did it. We tried to do it last month, and it didn't really work out. It is AI Dungeon, uh, boys and girls. Yeah. So, what it is, it it right it's now a, it's, it's an, an AI app. dungeon. Yeah. Yeah, it's an AI dungeon. But it, there's an app you can download on Google and Apple, um, Google Play and all that. Uh, but it's really good. I would recommend you all download it or support the guy who made it because. He's obviously really good at what he does. Um, mm-hmm. So, wow, that is loud. Yeah, it comes on every so often. I can turn it off if you want to. Oh, it's, it, I wouldn't worry about it, I guess. Okay. Um, Next time, I'll make sure it's off. Um, okay. Because I can't, I can't control um, that. Yeah, so but. last time, do you remember what we did or tried to do? Not really. I kind of forgot. Um, okay, so I will start it. So I'll be the essentially the dungeon master, and you'll be telling me what to do. Okay. Um, so we have options. We have fantasy, mystery, apocalyptic, zombies, and custom. Um, would you shut up? Um, let's see. I say we do... I think we wanted to do mystery last time, so let's do that. Okay, mystery it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, select a character: patient, detective, or spy. Um, oh, I have, by the way, I have the app. Do you want me to sort of follow along with my thing, or just... well, you can't really do it. Okay. We'll we'll do like I'll do one, and then you'll do one. Oh, okay. All right. Um, That's what I was thinking. Okay. Uh, so then you said, what were the options? Patient, detective, or spy. Uh, definitely gotta go spy. Okay, number three. Enter your character's name. Alright. Dick Lips. Dick Lips. Uh, Dick Clips. With Dick. a C in front. Dick Clips. Yeah. Dick Lips. Dick Lips. Sorry. Oh, hold on. I got it. I got it. Okay. Nope. No, no, no. You're right. Dick Lips. Sorry. Thank you. Alright. Generating story. Give it a second. All right, you are Dick Lips, a spy living in Chicago. You have a concealed pistol and a syringe of poison. You listen to the Russian diplomats and hear them discussing how they can help you. They say that if you go to Moscow, then you will be able to get some information on the new government. You decide to go to Russia, but first you need money for your trip. Okay. So you can tell me what to do, say anything, go anywhere. What do you do? Become a prostitute. All right. Become a prostitute. Alright. Um, give it a second. It might 
Oh wait, you think about it, but you know that you cannot afford to live like this forever. It is time to make a change. <laughs> you go back home and tell your parents what happened. What has happened? Your mother cries and says she loves you so much, but she knows something must be done. <laughs> the game is basically just like, fuck your lifestyle, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay, so is it giving me an option now of what to do? You can do it, yeah, yeah. You do, you do whatever you want. Okay, um... She knows something must be done. Run away from home. <laughs> run away from stupid-ass parents. Yes. <laughs> you leave home and find work as a whore. <laughs> you do not care anymore. You just want to earn enough money to get out of here. Yep. You, know, you learn all you can about the city and its people and try to keep up with news about the world. Alright. What now? Okay, um... Let's think. Uh... Rob a bank. Alright. Uh, rob a bank dressed in my slutty outfit. Mm-hmm. Yep. I bit... They autocorrected to slurry some reason. Slurry outfit. It should be used to me typing slutty. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's fine. <coughs> Alright. Um, because well, sometimes you have to, the, the, it helps it better if you're very descriptive. Right. You wear a skimpy outfit and enter a bank dressed in lingerie. You quickly rob the place, but when you look at yourself in the mirror, you realize that you look ridiculous. <laughs> Wait, hold on. It gets worse. <laughs> The police arrest you immediately for being an unlicensed whore. <laughs> Not for robbing a bank, but for but being, being an unlicensed, an unlicensed whore. whore. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> oh, no. Alright. So, instead, we're gonna become a porn star so that it's legal. Alright, so, uh, start shooting porn in jail cell. <laughs> what? Go nap then. Close the door. Okay. You begin shooting porn in your cell. The cops catch you and put you in jail. <laughs> <laughs> what? Alright. Hold on. When they take you to court, the judge sentences you to death by firing squad you beg for mercy but the judge shoots you anyway you died game over oh my god that was great okay yeah. let's try and unpack this okay so you're you're a, you're a spy trying to get to russia so you decide to whore yourself out mm -hmm. and then you leave home because you go to home to tell them that you've decided to change careers to become a whore <laughs> you run away you whore out, then you go to rob a bank, yep. and then you start shooting porn. Yep. The cops catch you and put you in another jail cell. <laughs> and then proceed to murder me. Yeah, the judge sentences the judge... you and then just shoots you. Yeah, he shoots me personally? Yeah, I guess so. It says you, but the judge shoots you anyway. Oh my gosh, that's great. Oh my god. Um, okay, so I just want to say that the Russians didn't help me whatsoever. Um, yeah, they didn't send you any money or anything. No, those bitches. Um, well, okay. Um, the only other option I had was probably making wine in my toilet, so... Mm -hmm. I guess I can't really do anything about that, but... Yeah. Well, that was fun. Mm-hmm. That was great. I wasn't expecting to die so soon, but yeah, okay. Yeah, Alright, um... Alright, your turn, then? Yeah. Okay. Are you just gonna do it on if your end? If it's okay. You no, you to... just, uh... Okay, just do it on my end. Reverse okay. of what we just did. Alright. Okay, so, would you like to do a fantasy, mystery, apocalyptic, zombies, or custom? Alright, um, let's do fantasy. Okay. And, right. and I'll, I'll tell you now, custom is actually not that hard. I've tried it before, you just gotta fill in the information. So. Okay. Just letting you know. Right. In case you wanted to try it. It's like Mad Libs. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, you can select a character. Uh, would you like to be a noble 
a knight, a squire, a wizard, a ranger, a peasant, or a rogue? Um, let's be, I'll be a, a wizard. Okay. Enter your character's name. Dick Lips the Second. thinking all right you are dick lips the second a wizard living in the kingdom of larian you have a staff and a spell book you finish your long journey and finally arrive at the ruin you've been looking for you look around and see that it's not much different than when you left it a few of the ruins still bear signs of battle but they aren't anywhere near as bad as what you saw on your first trip here what will you do um uh summon a dragon <laughs> we'll say summon a slutty dragon so, yeah summon a slutty slutty ass dragon slutty ass dragon <laughs> you grab your staff and head to where you think the entrance is located it takes some time, but eventually you find it. The door opens up into an underground cavern with a large stone archway in the center. Okay, so it just didn't do that. Okay. <laughs> sure. Why not? Um, um, right, appro what do do? Approach the stone archway, I guess. Sl uh, uh, yeah, just approach it. <laughs> I was going to say, like, walk sluttily, but that sounds weird. <laughs> we'll say swagger to the stone archway. Okay. You walk forward until you reach the archway, and then you start strutting towards it like a man possessed. You don't <laughs> even take your eyes off the doorway for one second. What What are you doing? A voice calls out from behind you. What do you do? Um. So when you want to talk, you just put it in air quotes. You say, uh, I'm trying to ejaculate here. L look away. <laughs> <laughs> I said, um, I am trying to ejaculate because I am lonely. Look away. <laughs> you turn around and see a young woman dressed in a simple robe standing there. She has short brown hair and wears no jewelry or clothing other than this robe. Her face looks very pale, almost ghostly white. Um, no. That's what that, she said. That's what she said? Yeah. <laughs> she just wants to see it, man. Okay. Uh, um, uh, says, uh, let's see. Avada Kedavra and, and kills her. <laughs> okay. Sends death spell or something, I don't know. said Avada Kedavra sends a death spell with his penis. <laughs> pew pew! <laughs> the girl screams and falls backwards. You quickly cast a death spell on her with your dick, which causes her <laughs> to die instantly. <laughs> you, feel, you feel great now. Uh, I then uh, finish myself off. <laughs> They might think I'm trying to kill myself, though. I wonder. Alright. I said I then climax lavishly. 
you begin to orgasm profusely. <laughs> Your body feels so good you can barely stand it anymore. You release a massive load of semen all over the place. <laughs> you... <laughs> You fall unconscious and dream about how awesome your life is going to be after this adventure. <laughs> Alright, um, goes back home. <laughs> Sorry, it's so funny. <laughs> I just imagine, like, a guy just sitting at home, like, masturbating, and then he falls asleep, he's like, wow, my life's gonna be so great after this. <laughs> Afterwards, you go back home and you tell your family about what happened and they're happy <laughs> for you. And they what? They're happy for you. <laughs> Good. Good, I'm glad. Um, <laughs> they killed them all. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was about to type that. Yeah, sends death spell with penis to all of them. <laughs> Dad, what are you doing? Don't worry, son. I'm just taking out my penis. <laughs> Oh god, that's bad. Kills family with dick. <laughs> you fucking putting that? You get back to work and continue your adventures. A year passes. It's been five years since you started adventuring. You've gotten stronger, faster, and more skilled than ever before. Okay, so it's just setting up for something else. Okay. So you, yeah, you killed your family. Good okay. It, it says in the in the text that, that, that it gave you, you killed your family with the dick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, then I uh, find the nearest king. Sometimes it may crash, so I guess if it crashes, that's considered a death, I guess, we'll call it. One day, one day while you're resting, it doesn't even acknowledge what you what I just said. Oh, it's just, okay. It's like one day while you're resting, you suddenly hear a loud noise. Uh, you immediately run outside to see what the hell happened. You see a giant monster stomping through the forest, killing everything in its path. Uh, explode Earth. Er... Explode planet, I guess, because it might not be Earth. <laughs> Go Super Saiyan. <laughs> Alright, um. I said, explode the planet with your powerful prostate. <laughs> it's gonna be like, you then try to fight the giant. It's like, just trying to do the story for me now. You roar loudly and unleash a blast of hot cum onto the monster. It explodes into a million pieces, but not before it releases a torrent of blood and gore. You feel great again. That's what it says? Yeah. It doesn't even acknowledge okay. that you destroyed the planet. <laughs> okay. But, you know. Um, let's say, uh, kills myself over sadness of, of killing all those people. End it on a happy note, you know? Mm-hmm. I've come too many times. It's time to end it. <laughs> you decide to kill yourself in sadness. You jump down from the tree and land dead on the ground. You lay there for a moment thinking about how sad you are, but then you realize that you're already dead anyway. Your soul is gone forever. <laughs> well, damn. Okay. What a Did great way to end get, it. Get, get game over? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Perfect. What a good ending. All right, well, that takes us to everyone's favorite part of the podcast. Yep. And that Miles is... Miles' dick. Wait, what? Yeah, that is everyone's favorite part of the podcast. Yeah. Nah, it's at trivia, y'all. Clap, clap, clap. Applause, applause, applause. Uh, Henry, I've got six questions for you. Whoa. Um, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. whoa. <laughs> Hello, hello, only, hello. 
Uh, okay. Well, only one has to do with uh, the film we watched because it only had one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, one, uh, the question at the end, you might need a piece of paper for just to write down some things. Okay. So I'm going to forewarn you on that one. Okay. Um, and... Uh, this week's prize, if you do win, you will get a fresh, uh, bottle of peppermint soda, mm-hmm. chilled with nitrogen oxide. Great. Mm-hmm. That should awesome. be delicious. Indeed. All right. Question one. What does the original French title translate to, and that is, a uh, Diabolomenth. Diablo Menth, I guess. Um, uh, um, Devil Menthols. Is that your final answer? Yes. Okay, that's incorrect. Damn it. It was Devil Mint. Devil Mint. Yep. Makes sense. And that's the only question I could come up with. Well, I got half of it. I mean, I'm probably going to come up with more, so... But yeah, you did. You got half of it. That doesn't count, though. You know what, Miles? I help you die on devilment. <laughs> Alright, uh, next question. Beanie Feldstein, the lead character in, in Booksmart, is related mm-hmm. to which super bad actor? Oh, I don't know. Um, because Booksmart is kind of like a... Yeah, it's like similar a, to almost super like a female bad. super bad, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, wait, so who was it, the the actor? Uh, Beanie Feldstein, the um the main character. Be- yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's her name. I think I, th- I think that's her real name. Right. Um. The other one, not the lesbian. Yeah. If, if that helps. Right. Um. I'm trying to think of who was in um. Um. Super bad then. Um, would it be? Is it like a close relation, or is it like a distant cousin sort of thing? They are very close oh, okay. in relation. So I just don't know. Um, okay. Um, yeah, the last name is different. I will say that. Uh, uh, Jonah Hill, I guess. I'll say. Correct. Okay. They are nope. siblings. They are siblings. Yeah. I feel like I probably knew that at one point. Probably. Um, <laughs> I can see it, though, yeah. <laughs> All right, next question. In Superbad, what was used in place of the vodka, hard liquor, and beer? Ooh, all um, three separate things. All three separate items? Okay. Yeah, not all one. Not all one thing. Um, so, vodka, I'm going to say, because vodka is clear, um, I'm going to say, like, Sprite, I guess? Um are you going to tell me, like, after I guess each one, or just, like, once I get to the end? When, after each one. After each one, okay. So, I guess for my final answer for vodka, I'll say, like, Sprite, I guess. Incorrect. It was water. It was just water? Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, and then, what were the other two? I already forgot. Hard liquor. Hard, hard liquor. Okay. And beer. And beer. So, for beer, <clears throat> did they use apple juice? For beer? Yeah, because I mean it can No. Okay. Well, um, all right, what they use for that? For beer was non-alcoholic beer. It was just non-alcoholic. Oh, okay. Figures. Yeah. Um, <laughs> figures. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just overthinking this. That's that's what I'm getting from this. Um, <laughs> let me think. Uh, and then hard liquor. I don't know. Um, non-alcoholic hard liquor. <laughs> um, no, I. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say, well, what? Um, can you give me a hint? I guess in terms of like what color it might be. Uh, dark red, I guess. Not not dark red, but. Okay. Uh, like a dark yeah. color. Okay. Not super um, dark. Okay. Um. Uh, cranberry juice. I don't know. Okay. Uh, incorrect. It was apple juice. Oh, they used apple juice for oh, dark red, Miles. What the? Heck? I, I was. I don't know what light red. I guess. I don't know. Fuck it's like you. Like a yellow. What? 
It's like a piss ass yellow. Yeah. It's just, what is that? Okay. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, don't worry. We'll get we'll get you some apple juice about that. Yeah. Uh, number four. Which Parks and Rec actor voices the Fremulon Productions credit at the end of each Brooklyn Nine Nine episode? Nick Offerman. Correct. Says Ron Swanelson. Mm-hmm. Number five. Merton Freeman and Benedict Cumberbatch were in the Hobbit trilogy. What mm-hmm. TV show are they in together? Oh, that one's easy. That one is the Polar Express. No, um, it's Sherlock on correct. BBC. Yeah. That is correct. It's a good show. Have you seen it? I have seen it. Yes. Yeah, I, I wish it would come back. It's so good. Yeah, right? It's pretty solid. All right. Last question. And this one you may need paper for. Okay, yep. Uh, All right. Let me get some. Okay, or something to write down. I don't know. Whatever you think you need. Okay. Hold on. Let me get the paper. All right. I got the papers. Now let me get a pen. I got the pen. Okay. I clicked it right next to the microphone. I could tell. I, 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 I could hear it. Good. All right, so <laughs> I want you to match the actor and to which movie they played in as a dog. So I'll give you a list of actors and I'll give you a list of movies that they have played in as a as a, as a, as a canine dog. yeah entity. All right, ready? No. First, first is the a- the actors. All right. Brian Cranston. Okay. Uh, Robin Williams. If you need me to slow down or go faster or whatever, let me know. No, you're good. Amy Adams. Amy Adams. Okay. Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. And Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Okay. And then for the movies. Uh, we have Cats and Dogs. Cats and Dogs. Shaggy Dog. Dogs. Shaggy Dog. Absolutely anything. Like any movie ever, or is that the title? <laughs> that That's the title. <laughs> it's just absolutely any dog movie. <laughs> so absolutely anything. Um, Isle of Dogs. Ooh, yeah, okay. And underdog. Yes. Um. Underdog. Okay, I'm trying to think of. I I know the voice. I'm just trying to think of who that was. So wait, I let me make sure I got everything first, though. Um. Mhm. Uh, Brian Cranston, Robin Williams, Amy Adams, Tobey Maguire, Tim Allen. Did I miss anyone? Nope. Okay. So who's underdog? Okay. Um. And then, actually, make sure I got all the movies, too, then. <laughs> Might as well. Um, Cats and Dogs, Shaggy Dog, Absolutely Anything, Isle of Dogs, and Underdog. All correct. Okay. So I think Shaggy Dog, that was Tim Allen, right? Correct. Okay, so I got that. Um, and then Underdog. I know the voice. I'm trying to think of who that would be, though. Um... um I just remember uh, Peter Dinklage in that. <laughs> yeah, um, Peter Dinklage. He was, yeah. Um, um, I think. Um, Maybe move on to a different yeah, one. Yeah, I'll come back to that. Because um, I know that um, Isle of dogs that was was that Brian Cranston I'm trying to remember um, I think that was Brian Cranston right I, I, correct. I, I never actually saw the movie I don't think I, correct. I remember the track. yes that is okay that is correct. Um, now the others I have no fucking clue uh, <laughs> I'm gonna guess I'll just guess um, fuck my pen um, fuck my pen you no um, that's not a movie it could be a movie. We could make a movie called Fuck My Pen. <laughs> um, fuck, fuck My Pen 15. Um, 
let's see. I feel like so I got Isle of Dogs and Shaggy Dog. Um, I'm gonna say was Robin Williams in absolutely anything? It's either that or Shaggy Dog, I think. Or no, or uh, either that or Cats and Dogs. Um, final answer. Yeah. Final answer, boy. Final answer. I'll say that. Yeah, Robin Williams and absolutely anything. Correct. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, Toby Maguire, I think, was Cats and Dogs. Oh, okay, no, I remember, because Amy Adams, she was the female dog and underdog, wasn't she? Correct for both. Okay. Nice job. I honestly didn't know if I was going to get that. No, you did, though. Good job. That was good. Thank you. I have seen all those movies. They're all really good. I've seen Underdog and Shaggy Dog, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, I mean, the trailer for Isle of Dogs, but, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely Anything is a pretty good film as well. I think it's one of Robin Williams' last films. Sure. I will uh, have to write that down then. All right, so you get a bottle of peppermint soda chilled with nitrogen oxide. Wow. Please enjoy it to the best of your ability. (laughs) Before I die. Yeah, before you die. Amen. All right. You got anything for us, boy? Yeah, but before I do, I just wanted to say that that little sigh you did just made me think of the Christmas intro and the ending, because that was really funny. So you're like, oh, what do you God. mean? When the, the, the intro we recorded, and you're just like, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh. So for you, Miles, I've got a movie My that dude. we're going to watch next what? freaking week, man. Or, well, this week, technically, but we're, we're going we're gonna <laughs> to talk about it next week man and Gross. do you know what that movie's called no Miles I told you the title telepathically I'm getting it uh, uh, Debbie goes to da- Debbie goes down to Dallas that's exactly right Debbie Miles. does Debbie does Dallas Debbie Downer does Dallas Debbie Downer does Dallas <laughs> um, no this is a movie we're gonna watch it's another foreign film that you wanted to watch uh, and Debbie movie... Downer does Dallas. No. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, is that a foreign film? No. No, it's <laughs> foreign to Michigan. Maybe. I think I know what it is. Yeah, man. But go ahead. It's, go ahead. It's a, it's a little. It's a little movie called Twenty One Divided by Three Samurai. Also known as Seven oh, Samurai. Shit. Yeah, I'm in a I'm in a Kurosawa kind of mood right now. So nice. I'm, I'm down to watch that movie. Awesome! I can't so, wait. Yeah, it's on Canopy. Um, okay. I don't. I, I think it's technically on Vudu, but you have to pay to watch it. Um, there. That sucks. Don't do that. So yeah, don't do that. Um, so. Okay. It's on Canopy at the very least, though. Okay. Uh, so there's that. All right. Uh, but yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, that being said, um, do you have anything else for us, Miles? I have one final little message, one little, little tiny, very tiny little message um, entitled uh, Places You Can Find This Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me begin my little, my little poem that I have for you little folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcast. Pocket Cast, Podbean, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and YouTube. Uh, uh, purple flowers fall down the mountain and they burn my jizz. Nice. That was pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Actually, well, actually, yeah. what I was talking about was um, I was going to let you know that I picked up your uh, hemorrhoid cream, so I got that for you. My head, my headwater cream, you got it. Yeah, I don't I know it. why you have it. Yeah, I got it. Because we don't live near each other at all. Yeah, we, yeah, we do. Are you sure I, it wasn't for you? No, I picked bitch. it up for you. It had uh, okay. Miles, Miles, Miles bow down on it. So that Miles funny. bow down for this hemorrhoid cream. <laughs> yep, yeah. I, I, so I picked it up for you. So. That's disgusting. Just want to let you know. I got that. Okay. So you're sounds so. sounds good. And it's okay. It happens to a lot of people. So. Okay. You're good. 
Alrighty. Uh, Henry, take the podcast away. All right, Miles. You'll never be able to record this podcast again. (laughs) Um. I don't want to see it anymore. (laughs) My daughter's a thief. No. Um, Okay. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the McBanquet Bath Podcast. And uh, my name is Henri, and this is uh, my uh, comrade. Uh, <laughs> Miles, the Russian, and he didn't give me any money, so I got shot by the judge. Um, now that being said, you won't see this podcast anymore. I'm taking it away from Miles, but thank you for listening. Uh, and uh, hope good you night. have a good day. Yeah, good night. don't let Go Miles kill you with his dick. Let me let me give you a little kiss on the forehead before we leave. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.